0: Welcome to the Global Child and Adolescent Health podcast from Melbourne Children's Global Health. This podcast is a series of conversations with leaders in research, education and global child and adolescent health. These conversations place children and adolescents at the centre of sustainable development. I'd like to welcome you to the Melbourne Children's Global Health podcast. Before we begin, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners on the land on which this podcast is produced, the Wurundjeri people, and pay our respects to their elders past and present. My name is Julie Bynes. I'm the Victor and Lottie Smorgan Professor of Paediatrics in the Department of Paediatrics in the University of Melbourne. I'm also a paediatric gastroenterologist at the Children's Hospital and um, lead of the Enteric Diseases Group at the Murdoch Children's Research Institute. Rotavirus was discovered in 1973 by Professors Ruth Bishop and Ian Holmes with researchers at the University of Melbourne and the Royal Children's Hospital. Rotavirus is the most common cause of severe dehydrating gastroenteritis in children less than five years of age worldwide, with an estimated 120,000 deaths worldwide each year. Despite safe and effective rotavirus vaccines, and a recommendation from the World Health Organisation to include rotavirus vaccines in national immunisation programmes, an estimated 65 million children remain unvaccinated. Currently, available rotavirus vaccines are given to infants from six to eight weeks of age, leaving newborns at risk of infection, particularly in low- and middle-income countries. MCRI has developed a novel rotavirus vaccine. RV3BB vaccine. This vaccine is based on an asymptomatic strain of rotavirus found in healthy newborn babies in Melbourne. Natural infection with this unusual strain provided protection against severe gastroenteritis in the first three years of life, an ideal vaccine candidate. A four-decade-long collaboration between MCRI, Universitas Gajamata and Biopharma Indonesia has led to the development and manufacture of the RV3BB vaccine in Indonesia. The aim of this vaccine is to deliver the first dose from birth. Rotavirus vaccination administered at birth may offer several benefits, including providing early protection against severe rotavirus gastroenteritis, the opportunity for higher coverage due to administration at a time when families are accessing healthcare services and avoiding possible barriers to vaccine uptake. Our collaboration with UGM began through initial prevalence studies to examine the burden of rotavirus disease in Indonesia with Professor Yati Sinato, continued with the development of oral rehydration solutions and zinc therapy used to treat severe gastroenteritis, and has culminated in clinical trials of the RV3 vaccine by MCRI, UGM, and BioPharma. Phase 2b trial conducted in partnership with UGM involving 1,600 Indonesian babies, found the vaccine was well-tolerated and protected from severe rotavirus disease up to 18 months of age. Our collaboration aims to see the manufacture of an affordable RV3BB vaccine in Indonesia by BioPharma under licence from MCRI. As part of the uh, Melbourne Children's Global Health Leadership team, I'm very pleased to be involved in this podcast. Today, we're joined by Professor Jari Atabari, Professor, Faculty of Medicine, Public Health and Nursing, Universitas of Dr. Yogyakarta in Indonesia, and welcome. Thank you, Prof. Julie. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Very well, thank you. And it's great that you've joined us for this inaugural podcast. Thank you. Both you and I have been working now for... Over 12 years. Sure, yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, mainly focused at least in the beginning in the control of rotavirus disease and the development of a rotavirus vaccine for children in Indonesia. Would you like to talk a little bit about where we are with rotavirus vaccine introduction and, and the journey over the last 12 years?
1: Yeah, thank you, uh, Julie. we very proud uh, to be Part of uh, the team on the developing of the rotavirus vaccine, especially these vaccines are very important for uh, children in Indonesia. Uh, when we started in two thousand ten with the preparation of the clinical trial, and then we learned uh, how to manage the clinical trial until we start our phase two B clinical trial in two thousand twelve. I think that's a really beginning of the the journey that we feel this vaccine will be at the end in the, our program. After 2016, we finished our Phase 2B clinical trial of Rota vaccine in Central Java and in Yogyakarta. We continue the, the program by the transfer technology from you, from the MCRI to Um, manufacture biopharma and we continue to conduct the clinical trial. Now the clinical trial is uh, phase three, almost finished. they very proud that we have uh, finished the recruitment of the participants since November 2021. We're going to follow the uh, 1,400 participants until uh, next year. Currently, uh, Indonesian government has uh, decided to introduce rotavirus vaccine in Indonesia. Uh, this year, starting in 21 districts uh, in Indonesia, the district with the highest uh, prevalence of the acute diarrhea in children, we have program we call demonstration project for these provinces using uh, other vaccine imported from other country this program is uh, for exercise for especially because this is very new vaccine and then for our uh, healthcare providers uh, primary health centers how to uh, given this is a good vaccine to the children and we hope next year the manufacturer the study have finished, and the uh, biopharma manufactured the product, and then we going to continue gradually uh, for nationwide until twenty twenty four. So that's what is uh, the current situation of the rotavirus vaccine that we started in two thousand twelve.
0: Great story and congratulations yeah. um, on this body of work over decades. It's been a, a really remarkable. And I think also, too, <clears throat> that it's uh, the fact that you're taking a new novel vaccine and you're going to manufacture that for the first time in the world, but manufacture it in Indonesia for Indonesian children. It's a fabulous yes. statement um, of hard work. Yeah, we're in-
1: grateful for uh, your contribution and your helping us uh, for to find this new vaccine and it's going to be uh, good for our children, yeah.
0: When you're um, preparing, there's one thing that as academics you're used to um, thinking about a research context. Mm-hmm. But when you go to introduce a vaccine into a, a national program for maybe four to five million newborn babies each year in Indonesia, what sort of information do you need to provide to the government to, to um, get them to understand the potential benefit of, of a new vaccine like this vaccine?
1: There are many evidence need to present to, uh, especially for our policymaker. Of course, the burden of disease to show them this rotavirus is one of the killer virus, uh, especially for the infant in Indonesia. This type of surveillance been done uh, almost 25 years by my senior professor Yati and colleague under the Indonesian rotavirus surveillance network. And then the vaccine itself uh, show the safety and then efficacy, especially for uh, low middle income countries. And then the other is we need to look at also how cost effective the vaccine uh, to be used. The cost effectiveness is uh, one of the uh, recommendation by WHO or SAGE to present it uh, to our policymaker as part of the introduction of new vaccine. By looking at the cost effectiveness, we we see how the the value of the money that we are going to spend uh, in terms of uh, increasing of the, the benefit for the population, especially in children, in terms of reduction of disability, reduction of the mortality, and improve of the quality of life of the children. So when t- we spending the the money, uh, the the policymaker would like to find out how the value of this money for population.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, there are many calls on the on the money in health healthcare systems and how to prioritize that. So yeah. incredible amount of. Um, information needed by policymakers. So your background, you're, um, you have a number of appointments within the University of in the Sejito Academic Hospital. You're involved in regional training centre for WHO, mm-hmm. also for good clinical practice, a variety of hats that you wear. Yeah. How did those? Um, how did you get involved in that? breadth and how important do you think it is for a, an academic person to be involved across that policy domain and and interacting with various key authorities within your country and globally
1: yeah i think that's the start of my passion uh to to know uh, how the science as uh, could be benefit and an impact to the population so sometimes science with we we see this only in the publication, or is this only by the dissertation or thesis by the uh, students? There's no impact of this the science even to the population. So therefore, I like to to really to see what we have done. Uh, actually, is really impact to the population. So by this to understand about the healthcare system, to understand about. The how the policymaker making decision, and how the the science of course it should be in the good quality, and then uh, also have ethical aspect on the on the science itself. So that's uh, make uh, my patient to involve in this various type of the stakeholders types various of the science, and to. Uh, to skill myself uh, and also to my students and then to colleagues of mine that we can uh, do very good uh, study, research, and then this research will impact uh, to the population and use by the policymaker as the best evidence for national level.
0: You know, enormous collaboration over generations even before us and our generation. And what opportunities do you see for growing that collaboration? It's been really well established. Yeah, uh,
1: I think the, the Australian is a really uh, take a lead uh, as a high-income countries in the region. Australia would to involve uh, also work together with uh, a lot of academic institution in the regional. I think that's a really benefit, especially a lot of uh, middle or low-middle-income countries in the region in terms of developing of the young scientists to be a future policymaker, probably or decision maker, to help the countries in the region on providing the evidence. And even uh, as like uh, coronavirus, it's uh, help the countries to, to build the capacity on production of the vaccine. I think this kind of collaboration, the future are very important because... We could not uh, stay alone in the global countries or global situation like now. And then uh, always also uh, the most important message from our government is collaboration with any countries in the region because we have the same problem, we have the same issue. And then uh, by doing collaboration that we can uh, solve some problem and especially when we look at from our perspective during the pandemic, how the equality of the vaccine example that hit many countries in the region.
0: I think that's a wonderful message, collaboration Mm -hmm. and uh, shared goals, shared dreams, shared skills and dealing with shared problems. So I'd like to thank you very much for um, chatting with me today. Thank you. And uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your uh, visit here in Thank Australia. Yeah. And I really look forward to the next step.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Frau Julie. It's just wonderful to come here again. And then after some years, I <laughs> could not uh, come to Melbourne. And this is a really wonderful opportunity. Thank you very much.
0: i we'll look forward to your next visit then. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Global Child and Adolescent Health Podcast produced by Melbourne Children's Global Health, an initiative of the Melbourne Children's Campus. Melbourne Children's Campus is a partnership between the Royal Children's Hospital Melbourne, the Department of Paediatrics, the University of Melbourne and the Murdoch Children's Research Institute. The Melbourne Children's Campus is located on the lands of the Wurundjeri in Naam, Melbourne, Australia. Be sure to join us next time.